what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan definition in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Laffin and I'm joined by a man who holds the record for the highest number of wrestlers working together to eliminate him. Nick Davey. Good evening. And let's all find out who drew number one. Montevera. Hello. How you doing this evening, lads? I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm good. Good. All over my chest infection. Having had a cough all week. Hooray. First, th- first time three weeks. I've been able to breathe properly. Hooray. <laughs> I was good to jo- breathe. Yes. <laughs> and joining us for tonight is pro wrestling journalist and host of our Tuesday fight reviews, Stephen Jackson. Hello there, and uh, I'll be that person who runs in the Royal Rumble and uh, comes in for five seconds, the, the, uh, <laughs> the unknown person who turns up. <laughs> surprise entrant. I think about that today. You're like an AJ style, style surprise return, then I'll just have it zoomed in on my face like Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's rumours like Dalton Castle and Jay White maybe being in the Rumble this week. I was like, would any of the like, mainstream fans know who they are? The, the music starts and be like, who's, who's that? The likelihood of them appearing is like the same level of me getting signed within the week and going to Florida <laughs> and being in the Rumble myself. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's too. I I think the only wrestler on the indie scenes who who hasn't been in WWE who could probably generate going straight into the Rumble is probably Kenny Omega. I I really yeah. can't think of any other wrestler who on the indie scene who would who would be, who would be heard of enough to to be. I think AJ Styles obviously one that could have got away with it. Absolutely fantastic moment. But I'd say apart from Kenny Omega, I really can't see a wrestler. I can, I, can, I can see the Young Bucks. So that was kind of ruined the surprise one of them. Came yeah, out. I was going to say, yeah. I would have, it would have, yeah. <laughs> it would have worked, but yeah, both. I, I, I think, yeah, I think Kenny's the only one I could generally see that's obviously not got any W connection at all that would would get a pop. Or, yeah, if we're talking normal pops and stuff. So, <laughs> welcome to our top ten Royal Rumble competitors. So, I've asked all the regular hosts of podcasts on the BBG Wrestle Network to submit their top tens, and then I've gave ten points to the number one, nine to number two down to one for their number 10 and they've each got a total score and in total there's 30 wrestlers have been picked by the six of us so the show's kind of the wide tastes of our hosts on the bbg wrestling so <laughs> i think for every um every every announcement chris you need to go or all of us need to go 10 i was already saying actually after i was saying that i was like actually yeah when we get up to even like the vote number six it's gonna <laughs> that's the story of nick's life so there was no exact formula for picking your competitors i literally just said who is your top 10 global competitors so there was many factors to consider so it was like number of wins total eliminations memorable moments just being massive and being able to throw people over the out of the ring so how did you guys decide your top 10s a mixture of um love for the rumble and nostalgia 
Yeah. Yeah. I think big rumble moments was my my way of looking at rumble moments and um and just yeah I think uh and general general success in the match but also uh yeah general success a bit of a kayfabe to it but also just general moments that I've enjoyed and rumbles that I enjoyed as a yeah. whole yeah same just with you know people who have enjoyed seeing him in the rumble nostalgia in yeah. people I wanted to see do well and then just how well they performed in the match itself. Yeah, so really fun actually to be able to look at it. Definitely. Mark seemed to pick his favourite person in the, in the, like his favourite rumbles. So we've got he he picked some like Bushwhacker Luke, <laughs> <laughs> Crush to the demolition, <laughs> Crush and Great Kabuki. Did anyone choose Daniel Puder? No. <laughs> oh, great moment. No, <laughs> was that was when he just came out and he got slapped, slapped by Hardcore Holly and all of them just for like a few minutes. Wasn't the general? Wasn't that? Wasn't that? Didn't they do that because there was genuine backstage heat on him? Apparently, he was actually a dickhead backstage. Yeah, I heard yeah. a bit of dickhead. Andy, and he actually shoots on Kurt Angle when I was meant to be kayfabe. Yeah, on SmackDown, so they all just really? shot on him. Yeah, they had like a shoot work fight thing, and then. Mm. Daniel Puder put him in a um in a double wrist locker a Kimura and yeah. um <laughs> apparently everyone kicked off because that's not allowed in wrestling. You're not allowed to add uh, put submissions on in um amateur wrestling. Learn something new every day. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then, I, th- I thought I was thinking he was like what were the two most important things? So I went with number of wins and Elimination, so I kind of came from a formula of total eliminations divided by how many rumble appearances times how many wins, <laughs> and that gave me a top ten list. <laughs> so yeah, just, yeah. So I tried, to, even though there was no formula, I tried to make the way in formula. I came up a bit drunk on Christmas Day. If you look back at our chat, says <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember this tomorrow. <laughs> Alright, so we're back of our top ten after a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatic is the largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues and teams and players you love. If you enjoy our show and you are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co forward slash fanatics and getting 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. This is Sheriff Steele, and you've been listening to Broken But Glorious Podcast. Alright, so in at number 10, only appeared in four Rumbles, but he won two of them. It's the immortal Hulk Hogan. So he, yeah, so with two Rumble victories to his name, an average of... <laughs> sorry, he averaged um, throwing out seven men each time, and yeah, so Hulkster is actually one of the most dangerous competitors out there, if you consider he's only... He threw out 27 people, but he appeared in Four rumbles so, and one two. So. Yeah, I think what's most interesting as well for me, from being someone who's obviously a post two thousand fan, that he's never really yeah. come back to do like a one off cameo, like you see with legends sort of thing. Like even like, I, I, am I right in saying he hasn't done? It's for some since he hasn't been in like a rumble reach like well, even the last twenty years yeah, or so. He, it, it, yeah. he was in eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, ninety two. Mm. It's probably for the same reason Shiki Baby was never in it as well. <laughs> Can't go over the top rope, brother. You're just going to have to let me win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw you go over the top rope on Impact. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't do it. 
can't do it. Probably with WrestleMania. Kevin Nash managed it when he came back. Sure. Say he's the only WWF tricky champion to ever win the champion uh, the Rumble as well. Whilst champion. Yeah, it's because it was didn't have a reward on the end of it before, did it? No. No. So it was just Even like, yeah. yeah, go on then, son, have it. Yeah, apparently, all that, yeah, that that year, the whole way up, Mr. Perfect was going to win it, just give him some prestige. And day or two before, Hulk Hogan decided he wanted to win it, even though he was WWE champion. Number nine was the winner. He was the first winner to receive a title shot at WrestleMania. It's the 1983 winner, Yokozuna. So he entered number 27. He was dominant for the 15 minutes he was in the ring, um, eliminating Sanka, Earthquake, Carlos Colon, Tito Santana, Owen Hart, and Randy Savage. After Randy Savage tried to pin him. I was about to say, yes. he's not the one who tried to pin him. <laughs> <laughs> that 93 rumble is weird if you watch that one. Like, <laughs> it's called a youngster. Even he's the oldest. He's a tremendous youngster. He's 43. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hulk, uh, Macho Man had some weird moments in the um, rumbles because I think 92 he eliminated himself and he had to. Yeah, Jake Roberts. <laughs> they, kind of, yeah. <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of made it, oh, well, you have to get propelled over the top rope yourself to be eliminated. That was a call on the fly, it wasn't, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he, well, he was meant to be in the final four, so they, they had to make him let him back in somehow. <laughs> yeah, so did you hear um, who Bruce Pritchard said was penciled in to win the 93 Rumble? No. 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 So according to Pritchard on there, something to wrestle with, he said as the WWE geared up for the 93 Rumble, the company was going to go with Scott Steiner. They, oh. they thought of him as like the, giving him the, wow. the all-American Lex Luger gimmick. I thought it would have been sick. Yeah. Scott Steiner was sick. Against Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah, what said, a main said, event. Yeah, said the, yeah, there was a strong, it was a strongly pushed idea that Scott should enter the match early and hit had to win the whole thing and, and the title at WrestleMania 9, so they, then the idea was eventually dropped so, in favour of Yokozuna. How good would it have been to see the Steiner driver at the end of WrestleMania, though? <laughs> Hello, if you hear me. <laughs> that Steiner screwdriver is one of the best moves I've ever seen in my life. See, that yeah. close-out WrestleMania would have been sick. <laughs> <laughs> would have been an interesting whether, whether Hulk Hogan was... Phil came out at the end and tried to challenge Scott Steiner for the title. <laughs> Tries to challenge Scott Steiner for the title and just looks at him and he's like, no. do, you, do, you want, do you want to take that? Do you, brother, brother? <laughs> See me drop him on his head, I'll drop you on your head too. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering whether they knew in the weeks leading up to Royal Rumble whether they knew Hulk Hogan was going to be back for WrestleMania so they kind of booked, booked a big monster heel for him to defeat. I don't know if they had it all planned out in the head that he would win the championship somehow at WrestleMania. But yeah, in Ultimate Universe, Scott Steiner won the 93 Rumbles. Where did, I can't remember him in the 93 Rumble now, I think about it. I can't even remember him going in it. He, yeah, he, he, was, yeah, he was on the undercard against the Beverly Brothers. So he goes from, trying to, he goes from being written into win the damn things and then not even appearing in the match. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's what yeah, everybody wants, really, isn't it? If you can't win it, don't be in it. But we did yeah. get Damien D'Amato according to Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, came, he came in just after John Gonzalez destroyed the understanding <sighs> outside for ages. I had a good rhyme there and everything. And, mm, right, okay. 
Yeah, Bob Backlund lasted one hour, one minute, cunt. Bloody hell. They kept talking out up how old Bob Backlund was and getting <laughs> him and Vic Flair the same age. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I thought he was well older than Flair. <laughs> I think they're both 40 or 41. Yeah, they're both of them, yeah, same age. Early, I'm both early 40s. Same as Darren Young's manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make something that was never great, great again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so number eight is the head of the table, the big dog, Roman Reigns. He won the Rumble in 2015, eliminating six guys, and he's been runner up four times, as I remember from our quiz we had last year. <laughs> Yes. Not a good guy. Oh, I remember that, guy. Yes. He's a deep guy. Yeah, I do remember that stat. I do remember that stat. Especially when yeah, he's got a... the uh, the highest amount of uh, eliminations in Rumble history. He's got to be on this list, hasn't he, really? Oh, I, I, he, did I, have, he, he did have it to last year when Brock broke it. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Arguably, he should have won the 2014. He would have got a huge pop. After, yeah. You know, after he broke the... Kane's long-time record. That was, people. Yeah, that was the irony. I think he's with Rose, Red Reigns. I feel like because in 2014, that one with when it came down to him and Batista, that would have been amazing. They could have actually pushed. They could have actually done the push a year earlier, and it would have worked. Mm. But mm-hmm. sadly, doing it a year later, um, it was just the wrong time. I mean, they it was more poor booking from WWE sense that Reigns sadly had to uh, pay the. Pr- Really, for that, I mean, the, the Royal Rumble 2015 will just go down as a, a monumental cock up from WWE standard of of booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and sadly, Reigns will be overlooked for that. But then you look at some of his performances in the matches. 2016, brilliant when he obviously had the um, with Triple H winning Great Rumble. 2017, fantastic, letting obviously giving Orton the win. It was a bit of a surprise, a bit of a curveball. Same yeah. with 2018 with Nakamura. Um, and then oh, yeah. the same, well, same with the last couple of years, really. Um, so, um, yeah. Yeah. You, want, you want the winner to get a path who eliminates Roman Reigns last. That's it. <laughs> I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. And I think that's why it's mm-hmm. working out. Yeah. Why his heel turns working out fantastic because there's general buzz when he loses, which is, is, in, is an absolute incredible heel trait to have if you're actually going to get a real raw emotion from a crowd. To win, yeah. it's almost like they said that used to say the clash, the cliche about Cena. My one drives this much emotion from from the WWE universe, and it's almost you could say the same with Reigns now, uh, albeit who actually is a heel. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's been fantastic in Rumble matches. Uh, loved his performance in 2014, but yeah, 2015, I felt feel sorry for him because even The Rock couldn't save him, and it was all just it was all just a bit of a car crash of a Rumble match, which yeah, and it just yeah ultimately led to him getting absolutely annihilated out of the arena by the fans. Mm-hmm. Controversially, I think that 2014 Rumble would have, uh, I think it would have ruined him further if he, he'd actually won it. What, over particular, what, instead of winning yeah. over particular? Because he would, it wasn't a case of them wanting Roman to win, it was a case of not wanting Batista to win. Well, he wanted the Brad- Dan Bryan to win, he wasn't even well, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People would have still been annoyed afterwards that it wasn't Daniel Bryan. So if you if you had him nowhere near that last two in that rumble, and then the next year had him maybe come near to winning, and slowly built him, it would have been better. Because I think that night was the night where everyone went, oh shit, we've got something here, and then didn't capitalise on it properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was more of a case of we don't want Batista to win. Oh look at this guy, he's here. It's like when Rusev got cheered against. Yeah. Um, 
Roman, because nobody wanted Roman to win. Axel was over. A... Sorry? Yes, <laughs> Axel was over. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, in all fairness, that doesn't really, that didn't bode well at all. I mean, the writing was on the wall that this is going to be a disaster if the crowd, if you're winning and the crowd are trying and we want Axel. That's, you can look at it and laugh, but <laughs> in hindsight, it's not a very good sign that, that if you're pushing it on one baby face, um, and, and a jobber's getting, <laughs> There's actually a crowd reaction for a jobber sort of thing. Is that, so. when, he, is that when he was doing his Axel Mania? Yeah, well, I think that's what I think that's what drove drove it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where right. he wasn't eliminated. Do <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. so I do a pop quiz? So who did the eliminate in that match? The 2014. So when he the uh, Big Show. Twelve. Okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. He was in the last. <laughs> a lot of people. Rey <laughs> Mysterio. Nope. <laughs> have a guess, Stephen. I remember he eliminated Kevin Nash, which is why I said about the um. Yeah. <laughs> I said about him getting over the top rope, so I remember that one definitely. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Did so he eliminate Stephen Dean? He did, yeah. <laughs> JBL. Yes. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, Cesaro. Did he eliminate Ziggler. Cesaro? Yeah. Yeah, I remember there was uproar about that online. Everyone was El- going nuts yeah. about that. El, El-, El- Torito. Kofi <laughs> yeah, Kingston, Luke Harper, Sheamus, and the Great Cali. But I think all all the Shield together did Great Cali. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when he eliminated El Torito because it was just after CM Punk had spent like five minutes working with him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like CM Punk just put him over, like doing all this this bumping for him, and then Roman just looks at him and just throws him out. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so number seven is pretty much here because of his because of his dominance in the 1994 Rumble, which cemented him as a star in the eyes of a Vince McMahon, I think. It's Diesel. So it's... Kevin Nash! Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah, so Diesel's appearance in the 94 Rumble is pretty legendary. Early on, he appeared and proceeded to demolish everyone in the ring. He eliminated Scott Steiner, Quang, Owen Hart, Spark Gunn. Leaving him by himself for several minutes, then he had eliminated yeah, Bob Backlund, then Billy Gunn, then Virgil until Man United. Uh, Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Man United turned up. <laughs> <laughs> until Randy Savage ran in and he halted the streak. But till Lee Sharp and his Sharpie shuffle turned up in 1994, yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. Sharpie shuffled his way down to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, once Savage came in, the rings kind of filled up until there's enough guys to eventually eliminate Diesel. And he got the biggest pop when he walked off, which kind of, despite being a heel, kind of cemented and turned into face. And then he returned again two years later. (laughs) He appeared two years later, and he had another strong performance. He appeared at number 22, eliminated Triple H, Owen Hart, Tatanka, Duke the Dumpster Josie, and Karma. Ended up in the last two before getting super kicked by Shawn Michaels. Over the top row, so he got second place. I love him in the I love him in the '96 Royal Rumble. I thought it was a great yeah. ending that with Sean. I know everyone, you know, forgets about the '96 Rumble, but I think there was something because then it led into obviously uh, good friends, better enemies, didn't it? So I thought it was a, you, a really cool ending. He was really high on your list, wasn't he? Like third? I think so. I was I was looking back. I I, I seem to remember though, yeah, third because one of my earliest memories was watching the 94 Rumble with him in it on VHS and then just obviously seems to have always stuck with me that particular performance in 94 
And just like yeah. I said, I was, it was it, you just couldn't not be a fan of his, given how well he performed, you know. And he could move then. You know, he didn't have torn quads at that point, or if he did, he didn't show it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Vince in 2005 who tore his quad in the Royal, Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember 2011 when he came back, and then mm. everyone in the ring stopped and were like, what? Yeah. That's the one I, that was Kofi Kingston, I think, has got a great photoshop of him. His mouth, his mouth just wide open when his music went off. Um, yeah, that, I, I loved that moment in 2011. Um, really good surprise to see him. Um, however, I did say that at the time, but then when they went and completely messed the CM Punk angle up and it led to Kevin Nash versus Triple H at TLC later on that year, oh, yeah. I pretty regretted what I said at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, we don't need, yeah. Kevin Nash was texting himself. <laughs> yeah, Nash texting himself. I um, thought it was a great angle when I was younger. Like when I was <laughs> when that started, when I was like twelve, like thirteen. I was like, ooh, that's, that's pretty cool. That he's texting himself. <laughs> the only thing I liked um, from that angle was CM Punk going, "Do you want to see the little the text message my sister sent me? <laughs> WTF? Kevin Nash thought he was dead. He was LOL. Dead, LOL. <laughs> that was the only thing that was quite good for that. But apart from that, yeah, they were going to have a match, you know. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, to be fair, that would have been good. It'd have been better than Nash versus Triple H. To be fair, he's that was meant carried it. Both of them were meant to have a match. It was meant to be them two, but apparently, I think The Rock and John Cena overran it on their angle earlier on in the oh. night, so they didn't get a chance to to do their their segment. Oh, he he mentions it. Uh, he mentioned it in a podcast or something once because he was saying about um, people moaning about The Rock being there. And he's like, well, yeah. he's the guy who brings all the money. I could have had a match with Punk, but their angle ran over, and I'm not here complaining. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I didn't realise that. But, well, yeah. There you <laughs> go. Cool. Diesel. I, d- I, d- I did... Um, <laughs> his return in 2011 was my favourite Nash moment, or Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, I still love his 94 moments. Throwing everybody else in my favourite, actually, man comes in and saves the day and stops the throwing everybody else. Then eventually, yeah, all big guys come in, or like three massive heels on the road come in and just bats you. <laughs> Macho man. And he eventually gets thrown up by Crush. Setting up there, that's me, your 10. I found uh, out so number... Crush was um, really good friends with The Undertaker the other day, and they were workout buddies. Weren't they in the Bone Street crew? Yeah, yeah they were. I just yeah, didn't realise how good mates they were, and they, apparently they used to work out together all the time. Yeah. And Crush was an absolute unit. He would um, overhead press three, over 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, right, okay then. Crush. Good yell. It's a strange group of lads at the Bone Street Cruise. Like, like people, Yokozuna and Crush, the, uh, Taker and Sabia Vega. It's not people Godwins. you'd expect to hang out together, is it? No. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of a nice link into our number six. So who's the first person to win it from number 30? It's The Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker. <laughs> so when you consider how long um, Undertaker have been around, it's quite surprising. He only won one rumble. I think. That's what I was just about to say. Mm. And the fact that he was the first person to win it from the number 30 spot. That it was that coveted spot. 
that ending to 2007 is my favourite ending to a Rumble ever with Sean and The Undertaker. I love that ending. Yeah, it's like a proper match, doesn't it? It was the way they looked at one another afterwards and you just knew like everyone in the back, everyone who was eliminated were sat there on the monitor going, right, it's going to get good now. (laughs) (laughs) We can just enjoy the match now, we don't have to work. And even Vince will have been there. But that was awesome, that ending. I can confirm from being in a lot of rumbles myself, that is usually what happens. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you aren't in the last two or haven't been there for a million years, a lot of people yeah. will just gather around a monitor if there is one, and they will all sit there and watch. All right. I uh, There was one uh, when I was in Runcorn, was um, uh, Deem and I won, won the rumble, and I came backstage and um, everyone was stood around this monitor and it was a oh. massive crowd of people. And I was like, I swear there's more people back in than there is out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe maybe injuries was maybe the reason he missed so many rumbles as well and didn't go on. So he seemed to always be injured just before WrestleMania every year. Yeah, I think, yeah. And uh, with rumbles, I don't know how he, he probably obviously could be quite... I think there, I don't know, there is a lot of injuries that do someone's occurring rumbles, and obviously Undertaker is their biggest WrestleMania money seller, especially towards yeah. the end of the streak. So, and I don't think that ever really, and usually actually, he was usually involved in a title scene, I believe, as well, wasn't he? Quite most of the time around the Mania time, so, because he usually yeah. had matches actually at the Royal Rumble, I think, in it, like, especially in the sort of 2000s, um, I believe. I know he did it 2010 I against... Nine, nine, I know 94, he had a casket match against Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one with <laughs> Heidenreich as well at 2005, I think. And um, I think he had one with someone at 2006. He had a match with Kurt Angle, maybe? Or, or no, Mark he had Kennedy after the match. Oh. It was Kurt Angle and Mark Henry. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. And yeah, then that he comes was out at the end of the match. That's right, yes, oh, he yeah. returned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like set fire to the ring, and Kurt was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> lightning!" Oh. I think I, I quite liked his 2017 when he was well, when all the legends were in it. That was quite cool when he came out, and then I think Rain because he eliminated Goldberg, I think, and then Reigns threw him out. His, his music went, yeah, his, his music went off, and then he appeared in the ring behind Goldberg. Then he sort of, yeah. Goldberg was looking up to the aisle. That was quite cool. He was cool um, in night too. Like, although he don't there very long, but to see him in there, like, because obviously 92's, like, got so many legends in it, you know, when he just, because he was quite young at that point as well, wasn't he? But it was cool to see him out there and the reaction he yeah. got. You know, you wouldn't have known, because that, that was for the title as well, so you wouldn't have known who was going to, and he'd just lost the title, hadn't he, at, um, this Tuesday in Texas, I think, wasn't this Tuesday, it? Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was exciting as well, because, you know, he was younger at that point, so that was a pretty cool performance as well. He's had some really cool moments as well. Just thinking back on it at the top of my head now, 2001, uh, I loved, um, we spoke about it the other day, actually, in our football chat that came up, um, when Scotty Too Hot, he's made his eliminate, when Scotty Too Hot came out <laughs> at 2001, and there's the Brothers of Destruction in the ring. I thought that was brilliant. But also, 2002, yeah. what a moment that was. The best, in my opinion, the best elimination of all time, oh, potentially. Yeah, until, until last year when Drew kicked Brock over. Um, my favourite ever elimination. Maven drop kicking Undertaker out of the <laughs> ring, and then yeah, the aftermath was just brutal. Yeah, I think the first one he had was was uh, the one where Cena won. It was two thousand eight, wasn't it? When Eighth. it was it was Sean and Taker who started the Rumble after yeah, the year cool. before finishing it. 
Yeah, that was yeah. cool. It's kind of kind of yeah, MSG like continuation from the year before, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. the MSG. Yeah, mm. great venue for a Rumble as well, by the way. MSG. Yeah. If we go back to the Maven one, he he apparently he wanted Maven to bleed a lot, so he told him to take um, aspirin, such so thins your blood. But Maven was allergic to aspirin. Films <laughs> taker told him to have Jack Daniels instead, so apparently he was in the <laughs> Rumble drunk. <laughs> Maven. What? <laughs> What? Just did not know that. I didn't. <laughs> See, there, he'd done a really good drop kick for someone who was drunk. He did. <laughs> Mind you, though, when you're when you're drunk and you, yeah, I suppose you probably could get quite a lot of force behind your legs, couldn't you? you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Daredevil Dave Dahl here, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. I just got done talking to these fellas. And you need to give them a listen because this is the best podcast you will find out of New England. And you can't go wrong with that. And I will tell you one thing. These guys will go and rule over all the podcasts that you listen to. Thank you for listening. Uh, number five is Triple H. He's a two-time winner, eliminating 32 people. Um, and he's the second wrestler to win the WWE Championship in a Rumble. So he first won went in 2002. Um, after a long layoff with a serious quadriceps injury, um, yeah, he made his long-awaited return at the pay-per-view and uh, eliminated Kurt Angle to win the Rumble. And then again, I think he made his return in 2016 Rumble yeah. um, with the WWE titles on the line and he was the unannounced 30th entrance uh, after eliminating the uh, champion Roman Reigns, he then eliminated Dean Ambrose to w- secure the second Royal Rumble win and his 14th world title. I'll tell you what, I was probably me and the pers- people I was watching the Rumble with that year, uh, so it was me, the arcade, mm. and I, I think there might have been somebody else there as well. There was um, a lad called Lee who we used to wrestle with as well and was there. And everyone else was gutted about Triple H being there and winning. His music hit, and me and this lad Lee went absolutely <laughs> mental. You know, like when you score a last-minute winner, yeah. you see your team and you score a last-minute winner, <laughs> and like the absolute limbs, like you're hugging each other. It was like watching two home, like two away fans in the home end, because they're all like, "Oh fuck <laughs> off!" And then you just see me and him just jumping on each other, going, "Yes!" Yes! <laughs> uh, yeah. I started screaming his theme music and all sorts. I was like doing the poses on the sofa and all sorts. Uh, it was a great moment. That whole rumble, to be fair, they had it was limbs all over that rumble. I mean, I was watching that with some work colleagues. Um, we were very, um, very drunk watching it. Um, yeah. And it was, it was fantastic. I mean, we lost our minds when Styles <laughs> came out. That was already. Then we lost. Then we lost it again when Sami Zayn came out to confront KO. And then yeah. this just topped us over with Triple H coming out, which was fantastic. Oh, um, I, I did think, though, the only thing I, with that rumble, I would think they could have even gone one more spectacular and had Ambrose just win the match unexpected. I think everyone was so, The thing is, with me, when Triple H came out, you kind of knew instantly that he had won. So I yeah. think it would have been an even better <clears throat> curveball had that you had the good moment Triple H coming out, but you could have even bettered that moment with Ambrose just winning the rumble unexpectedly. Um, especially yeah. after a fantastic opening match with KO that night, I think that would have just been insane. Would, and I would think you've ha- would you've had uh, Ambrose hold a title to WrestleMania, or would you've had him lose it at Roadblock? 
I don't know. Maybe lost it a roadblock. Yeah. Maybe even lose it a roadblock. I just think sometimes with this, sometimes with booking, you can. I just think sometimes you can just gamble and just go a bit crazy with like with um with uh, curveballs, and I think it would have been a really cool curveball because I think as soon as he came out, I, think, I remember his odds as well that year on the bookie odds, which is why I don't look at odds anymore before pay per views because yeah. they're they're effectively major spoilers. Um, <laughs> it had his odds like from like something daft like one to ten, I think it was. Um, so you kind of had the hint that oh, if Trollix does show up, he's more likely going to win. So since he came out there, which was really cool, you just kind of knew that the the end was near or the end was nigh. But yeah, I, I'm so adamant that he should have won it and he made the right decision. Is that the, he should have won it? He should have restarted it and he should have won it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool moment. I'm not getting, I'm not taking it away, but yeah, I, I loved as well. I know it wasn't is necessarily the rumble he returned at, but that return in Raw 2002 was insane as well. The pop I saw it. I think BT Sport tweeted it the other day. That return and uh, at the start of January in 2002, that was such a cool return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And really happy he won that. That was a great end to the match with him and Kurt Angle at the end. Um, but yeah, him in the Rumbles always, he's always been brilliant in the Royal Rumbles. I think Triple H. And he's had great See, matches at Royal Rumble as well. Just like, although we're not talking about him, but when you look at like undercard matches as well, like, you know, a lot of them can sometimes get forgotten about, but he's actually one of the few standouts who, you know, has, re- he can wrestle great in the Rumble match, but he also then has had some really awesome main event matches for the title and stuff as well, which I think, you know, stands him in good stead as well. Even yeah. though it's not in the match itself. But um I mean, I don't know how many you can't not think about the Royal Rumble and Triple H without thinking about um Triple H and Cactus Jack. You know, you yes. just can't Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watched that the other day. What well, I, I couldn't agree more. That well, that was just one of my favourite ever matches at the Royal Rumble. That there's so many. I I, I, so I think what you're saying. I know we, I know we're not. We're never talking about the Rumble, but there's been so many great matches on the undercards at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, that one ticks all. That was just a, a, such a good such match. Such a good match. One of my favourite hardcore <laughs> matches of all time, if not my favourite hardcore match of all time. Uh, and also his, ma- his match at short, the 2004 Royal Rumble against Shawn Michaels, I thought was amazing as well. I think it was Last Man Standing. Um, mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that as well, and um, yeah, the match for Sean Michaels 2004 was, was excellent. <laughs> and um, Austin two out of uh, oh no, that was no way out. Sorry, um, yeah, that's what I was going to find out. That's what I was going to say. Then I clicked. Yeah, <laughs> to be no. fair, that was a good match as well with Kurt Angle at 2001. Yeah, Kurt Angle. Oh, sorry, yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that one. it. The only thing, yeah, because I think um, I mean, that Rumble I love anyway. Uh, but I think the whole of the undercard for that was superb. Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that with Stone Cold. Then he came out later on in the night and attacked Stone Cold on his way down to the ring. That was yeah, lovely, lovely, yeah. Lo- lovely rivalry. That yeah, maybe we could pencil in for next year. Top ten non-rumble matches at Royal Rumble. <laughs> well, we already know. Always <laughs> well, coming out of place. ideas, aren't we? Jack. <laughs> to be fair, that's not my favourite ever Rumble match. To be fair, on the there we are. There's a spoiler. There's the hyping up for next year. Oh. Like the Rock, Rock <laughs> Johnson yeah. team are setting it one year in advance. <laughs> I'll be back in a year's time. <laughs> That's the next one. Put some of our diaries now. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so John Cena is our number four. He's won it twice. Um, first in 2008. Uh, again, after making a light, lightning quick recovery from a pectoral <laughs> injury. What a return. Uh, yeah, his, his appearance was a shock. Uh, he entered at number 30. Um, lasted around eight and a half minutes to book himself a WWE Championship match at WrestleMania 24. But he didn't get go on to the 
WrestleMania. He cashed in earlier, nowhere else. He did. He <laughs> was in the main event of WrestleMania. He was in the mm. he was in the triple threat. Yeah. Yeah. But he is the only <laughs> person to cash it in early. Wasn't there a thing about just slap, that? Also, just slap the rate. Was it to do with Floyd Mayweather? I'm trying to think. I I thought I don't know if this is a rumor. I, I, this one I was kind of on my hiatus when he. I mean, that return was amazing. It was one of the best mm-hmm. returns of all time. But I heard, wasn't it because they wanted to? Um, apparently, they wanted him to win the title back because it was on a. It was on one of the well, the free pay per views at the time. And not on the big, but I, I could be wrong. But they just wanted fans to see him. When I, I could be completely wrong. I remember hearing Sanka at the time, and again, I was at yeah. school at the time, so it was more than likely to be absolute nonsense. So I, I don't know. 2008 was my favorite. I've ever watched the back. Yeah, that's why I've gone back what, and watched. What was it. the rumor, Nick? That apparently he. Uh, uh, this could be complete rubbish, but you know, at the time of night, they had obviously it was the pay-per-views that were on free to air like kind of on free to air and in, around the country well around oh, like in the UK on, as well like on Sky Sports yeah. yeah apparently they wanted fans to see him win the title back on um on Sky it could be absolute rubbish but apparently that's what well, that was yeah, what a rumour was, was doing he, he did lose <laughs> oh okay I don't know that. Again, <laughs> I was he, he won by disqualification because the uh, yeah but he didn't win slapped the title. referee yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he slapped so the referee he was, just walked yeah. away didn't he <laughs> But I also loved his um. What was that? That that was his best John Cena at the 2008. Uh, I did love him in the um. Obviously, with 2005, him and Batista at the end, I thought was was excellent. Yeah. Which, like I said, is when Vince then came out and wasn't happy. And then <laughs> yeah, best moment in Rumble history had to be sat down on the on the apron <laughs> because he blew both his quads. Not even Kevin Nash was that, and he said that. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine how painful that would be? Thinking oh, about God. It. <laughs> I, no, uh, I don't want to. Insane. For, uh, yeah. He won it in, did you say he won it in 2013? I think, yeah, the 2013, 2013. one was, it, it was annoying that, because everyone knew it was, I think that was just so annoyingly predictable. I um, think we all wanted something else that year, didn't we? Yeah. I think that yeah, was probably one of the ones where it was the start of um, that Rumble tradition where we all wanted someone else to win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that was... Seeing they're eliminated. Ryback the need to win the Rumble. so it made, it made him like the fourth person to win multiple Rumbles, which set up once in a lifetime too. <laughs> so. Twice in a lifetime. He had yeah. a really good performance at 2004 as well, but the thing was, was he just got in, he, you know, when he fell out of the ring, he got injured, but he because yeah. he was oh, yeah. on fire sure. there. Yeah, that's the that's the one they put in the "Don't Try This at Home" video, isn't it? Yeah, he goes off to the top and he like fucking mm-hmm. ruins his knees. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's horrific. I always remember that though because it was on the. I thought he was going to win because he was on the um, poster and then it turned out it was obviously he knew the story then it was Benoit but at the time again you wouldn't have known so and I was massively into him at that point so I was surprised when that happened actually but, he only uh, turned face didn't he like a couple of months before yeah yeah it was in November just before him survive, well it was around Survivor Series so it was on yeah. his, he was on his way yeah. to win the US title wasn't he mm, the big show. Yeah. yeah when he was he huge was live. <laughs> Word life, that's it. Yeah, that's I tough. often listen to that when I work out. I can rap most of it Rook as well. <laughs> me, me and Jack Sinclair can rap most of John Cena's uh, m- most of John Cena's entrance music. <laughs> On the, the subject the of, um, of non-Rumble matches, his match at 2015 was absolutely insane. That triple threat Ooh, match with Brockton. Oh, yeah. Brockton Seth, Amazing. That's what I, I think we'll we see that set. match actually. And 2017 against AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was yeah, just about to say. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was oh, amazing. No, that was a good match. I think that's better than the triple threat. Mm. Yeah, in fact, the, mm, I love the triple threat just for that. Yeah, no, I love the triple threat because I kind of like the story threat telling. Uh, sorry, the storyline telling in the triple threat match um, mm-hmm. with Seth getting involved. I just I preferred that. And I think with Cena Styles, whilst it was, in my opinion, my favourite match out of the Cena Styles series, um, which is great competition because I love their match at SummerSlam as well. But um, yeah, no, they're, they're both amazing matches, so it's great that they've got severe competition. To be fair. Do you reckon we might see him at surprise entrance this year? Yes. Yeah, yeah. probably. I like it. I'd actually, I think someone. It's got to that point. Where I think you'd actually generally. I mean, I hope. I, I mean, I, I hope this is a thing, but among, amongst wrestling fans, but I actually get excited when he's now on screen. Cena. I hope it's Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's what, that's what he I wins really the men's and Lacey for. wins the and the women's. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine. <laughs> Another brilliant segue by Lance. So number Again, three. That's what, <laughs> what I do. That's what I do. This, this is your here. number one, Stephen. So. Uh, woo! Yeah. <laughs> I was doing the hair flick at the time. I was, str- I was strutting around the uh, around the bedroom while I was doing it. <laughs> Tear in my eye. Oh, I love that. Tear in my eye. Me, me, and a. Brian Adenson used to quote this to each other all the time. Yeah. Especially after that rumble where I went for when I did the number one to the end, we we used to quote each other this like just say scream at each other because he he mm. went on to win the last one uh, in Runcorn that we did, and obviously I did the number one to the end. We used to just go around talking to each other like that. <laughs> I've said all along that as well the reason I picked Flair as number one for mine is that out of yeah. all of Flair's matches I feel that particular match is the best performance he gave in any I match and I, even I like Flair and Steamboat and stuff there's just something about that particular match where because everyone's like he won't last the hour he won't do the hour and then he does oh. the hour and then he won and you know <laughs> the ending with the promo. he comes in and gets absolutely battered every yeah. time he comes in everyone's his enemies <laughs> but he's always focused on him that's why it's perfect because you can see him everywhere in it and you're just like yeah. please don't get in, don't, don't you know don't go don't go and then when everyone was cheering when he knocked when he took Hogan and Sid out it was like everyone what it was so happy when he won, you know, it was just awesome. And Mr. Bobby, he and obeyed that as well. It did. Him. And that having him it. so pro flair, because that effort's <laughs> not fair to flair on the commentary. <laughs> oh, I love Ric Flair so much. Yeah. Should we do, do a Ric Flair appreciation episode? <laughs> <laughs> what was that playing? Leave the memories alone. alone. <laughs> I, when he retired in 2009. I so had I'm... a tear in my yeah. <laughs> I had a tear in my eye when I was I was nine. I was like, yeah. Whoa! Was it two thousand nine, two thousand eight? It was around eight. that. Yeah. Eight, yeah. Eight, yeah. Yeah. After he tried to have a five star match against Shawn Michaels and no, it was a quality really match. It was. It was. It was quality. It was class. Oh, you was. It was controversial. This is controversial. We think. Um, with with Flair, that he will always go down as one of the classics for that quote, and well for Royal Rumble. If you're my best Royal Rumble performance, then he probably does win it for that performance when he um in 1993 was it? Did you say two? Oh, two, 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 
Um, so I, I think, yeah, that's just a classic Royal Rumble moment. A bit like when you talk about classic sort of moments, the WrestleMania moments with, obviously, with the boy boyhood dream come true, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because the farmers can be as well. No, no, I'm just saying, the Royal Rumble quote, that was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like you're so shaped with WrestleMania. This is something you're so shaped with the Royal Rumble one. Yeah. In yeah, 93, he was just set, he was just setting up the he was lose town match with Mr. Perfect. Mm. But, yeah. That was a good match as well. Yeah. I can't believe they gave that away on Raw. They could have been a great pay per view match. So. I've got it on the How's 15th it? anniversary DVD. Yeah. Well, my favourite Ric Flair moment, though, from Royal Rumble is 2005 when Eddie Guerrero stole his number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes! Yes. And his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Could you imagine how good it would have been if there was two faced one another? Like, oh, what a match that would have been oh. in 2005. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, it would have been great. Well, it wasn't the... Um, appreciation show. I'm trying to think who the, what the plan was for Eddie Guerrero before, obviously, he tragically died. I think there was plans of him, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, isn't it? WrestleMania, yeah. Could you imagine that? How many first stints? Yeah. <laughs> How lucky are we? <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that match at 22, where it was, oh, it was yeah. Shawn. <laughs> I did to Backlash was the memeable <laughs> one. Shawn Michaels and God versus the McMahon <laughs> yeah. family. God. I enjoyed that one. I thought it was great. I still uh, think they should have put God over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like did he come in into Broder's Clay's theme. <laughs> Actually, he came out to evangelical music at first, and he went, come on, God, where's your sense of humour? Funky's <laughs> on a roll. <laughs> it was just a spotlight. I've always wondered why he never never pushed Shane off the stage, why God never intervened. Yeah. I was, I was the only one who didn't put Flair on my list. Everybody else put them on the list. Whoa, whoa, why is everyone being so controversial towards Ric Flair today? What's going on here? I had to <laughs> put him on my list just because of that. Yeah, just because of the best. Well, it was one of the best Royal Rumble performances and mm. simply down to that quote, I think he just had to go on the list, in my opinion. Because yeah, he, he was third on Lance's <laughs> list. He was second on Mark's list on top of Steve's list. He didn't make my top ten. You don't think he made my top five, I don't think. Okay, eighth on those. Yeah, so he made it just. I regret but, not putting yeah, so the rock. I, I, yeah, so you never really point. did it in rumbles for me. The rock, like I never, I, I don't remember any kind of big moments with him. For, like I just remember that that one, that one moment when he was asked who who he was scared of, and he was like, "Headbang and Bosch and Crash Holly." <laughs> yes. <laughs> People who gonna who've been messaging saying they're gonna win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> letter from that sick freak gold dust telling me he was going to win the <laughs> Jerry the cameraman he thinks he's going to win the <laughs> and he won it in 2000 and he had that sick moment with Austin where they turned around and faced each other in the uh, in the rumble mm. uh, I should have put him higher instead of number 10 but that's mainly because he's my favourite yeah, he was only one point behind Hulk Hogan oh I would have oh I'm gutted now. I should have put my should have put my number eight. Hmm. Right, so uh, number two was the first man to ever win the Royal Rumble after entering number one, um, Shawn Michaels, and he also became the second man to win consecutive in the consecutive years. He also eliminated 41 superstars over his Rumble career. Wow, he had some sick moments. Didn't he? he did. Yeah, that last Rumble he was in, where um, he was desperate to win it so he could yeah. face. 
Taker. Yeah. I can only think about that rumble with um, running up that hill, playing in the background. I don't, I, looking back <laughs> on it, I don't really think of Edge coming back after that long, like, the, the, to the win place, it. The placebo version was. Yeah. I, I just think of Sean running up that hill. <laughs> oh, that, that's all I can. That's how it plays, and that's how it went in my head. That's how it played live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was in loads of rumbles as well. He was in. Like you forget how many he was in, you know, stupid amount, loads of them, you know, from being a young, you know, member of the Rockers to then being a single star to then coming back in two thousand and you know two thousand and three, well two thousand two, but then two thousand three was in loads. Yeah, you know, he had so many great moments. Sorry, so. I, th- I think the um, yeah, the uh, the 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 last one, the twenty ten, that was absolutely insane when uh. Yeah, I think you felt like the you just felt his like ups the ups like when he got you actually just felt the pain in him when when he got eliminated out of the rumble match. Uh, obviously yeah. added to the whole the eventual storyline so superbly well at the time of okay now that's one obstacle down. How on earth is he going to face the Undertaker? Uh, Pretty sure I've done it when you watch him where he's clinging on and he knocks his arms <laughs> off and he's still scrambling for that so we're hoping like no sure no <laughs> it's funny like a lot of the um, wrestlers we've mentioned already tonight a lot of it involves Shawn Michaels we've mentioned about Undertaker with the, the, the fantastic well end to the 2007 but also the brilliant start to 2008 involves Shawn Michaels yeah. Triple H involves Shawn Michaels 2004 I also um really quite liked as well. I know it was more at Shawn Michaels' expense, but I like the putting over of Jericho at the 2003 Rumble when they had their feud when, obviously, yeah. um, Jericho was desperate to get the number one entrance um, to try and copy what Shawn Michaels obviously did in, yeah, when Shawn Michaels won it from being number one. And then um, just the kick of the kick off from the behind. Um, and, yeah, the whole um, bit of feud. Then Shawn Michaels came back out later on that night to get his revenge. Um was really cool um, which was just a good yeah a good rumble moment but also a good build to their feud which was a great a great rivalry by the way between Shawn Michaels yeah, and Jericho yeah uh, yeah I mean, he has to be on high up because of that performance though when he won it from number one I mean that's the that is the best I know we said about Ric Flair but that probably is the best rumble performance of all time it's one of the shortest rumbles actually yeah it's only oh, 38 minutes because it, yeah. it had no they had, they had literally had like Four stars and the whole thing, so they had they made it fast. It was every minute somebody came out. Flair, so Flair's was the last star power. Really long. And then Sean's was how long was Flair's? I think it was about it was like thirty-five minutes or something. It was some ridiculous amount of time. Ninety-five. Yeah. Ninety-five. Yeah. I, I hate that. Man. I think they literally had Shawn Michaels, Lex Luger, and British Bulldog. Oh, in half. Half, but he, was, he was in and out. Yeah. yeah, that was about it. And everybody else was like. <laughs> low mid card. Oh, when he won in '96, that was a cool moment. It just gets overridden because mm-hmm. WWE are always saying they won the first, you know, run from number one in '95. But '96, yeah. he did a really strong performance in that as well. It's just no one ever talks about that, you know. But '95 is just, I don't know, such a bizarre rumble. It's just. Do you think awful. if they just had a bog, a, a bog standard championship match at WrestleMania 12 rather than the Iron Man match was splits opinion on? Whether you should have an hour main event. <laughs> I love that match. But if he just won it in 20 minutes, like a dead fast paced, I don't know, 25 minute match, it would have been remembered more. But because nobody is so divisive, the title match at WrestleMania 12, we just people just forget about the Rumble win. 
He also had a really good match, Sean, at 93 against Marty Gennetti for the IC title when they'd thrown him through the yes. glass. Which, again, gets yeah. over. Which Sensational sorry, sensational Sherry got involved in that as well. So that was pretty... Because like I said, he's, again, like Triple H, he's wrestling so many matches at Royal Rumbles as well as Royal Rumbles. Yeah. You know, it's just such a... Yeah, so he's super, he's, he appeared in 12 Rumbles, which is a surprising amount for him all the time he was like, injured as well. Yeah. 2007, though, for me, that ending and when he threw, got thrown out by Taker, that, that'll never get topped. Like, yeah. That was just the moment. And the, way, the respect between each other as well at the end. Something cool. And then in uh, No Way Out the month after where they were tag-teaming with Batista and John Cena, so it was like the passing of the torch. That was such a cool yeah. book in that. <laughs> but it was yeah. great. This is the Dark Fruits Daddy, David Graham, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. All right, so then it comes to our number one. Uh, the only man to win the Royal Rumble on three separate occasions. It's kind of a no-brainer. He'll be at the top of this, I think. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold! <laughs> Stone Cold! <laughs> Still convinced that if he comes back, it'll be the best pop of all time. The glass smash he oh, comes out. Imagine. <laughs> imagine if it happens this year. Nobody in. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'll do it this year. I won't do it any other time, just this one. Hold it off a year. No, I feel good now. I'll be too old in a year. I'm surprised that Hale's never done that. Just put it, just to say, I'm surprised that Hale's never put the Stone Cold Steve Austin's song on just to get the pop and then go, eh, put the fingers up to the crowd. Oh, that would be some hate. You'd have to get like someone like MJF or someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I volunteer myself as tribute. Imagine if they could... <laughs> Somehow they got rights to Stone Cold's theme. <laughs> AEW. If you're listening, everyone at AEW, I, I volunteer to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, even like that, I'm trying to think of actually though. I suppose the only one you could really say that would get the, the heel here was Miz or someone, but, um, yeah, you'd have to find someone who would just be, or Baron Corbin actually, he'd probably be the obvious one. So he's actually just generally people just don't like. I think yeah. be. And he shaves his head anyway, doesn't he? So if he just comes out, he's like, is that, is that him? Is that him? You squint that up. Uh, you can't, I just don't think you well. can do jokey. I don't think you can do jokey surprises for Royal Rumbles. It's it's not it's not right. It's not right. <laughs> well, that's Curtis do... Axel. He came out as Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, someone who actually generally want to see in the match. Um, but yeah, he's free free winners. He had to be top of lists. Yeah. I think or, yeah. near or near top of lists. Um, yeah, two thousand and one. We've already mentioned with yeah, him and Triple H. It's not way you couldn't top the lists. He just had to be, in my opinion. He's just, yeah, the goat. If you've won three, in my opinion, until if someone wins three, then I may say I may listen to their consideration. But I'm just also to up just general. 2001 was one of my favourite moments, and when he won with obviously the stare down with him and the rock in that rumble as well was. Yeah. We've mentioned about stare downs before, like Cena and Orton becoming a bit. Well, I think we mentioned it last week actually, the rock and Stone Cold. Um, yeah, I, I brought it up because I was watching a the one the match before the Royal Rumble on SmackDown where it was whoever against whoever, but The Rock and Austin uh, yeah. ended up having a big stare down at the end of the match. Then they got chunk stamped, didn't they, by the Brothers of Destruction? They did, yeah. It was sick. 
it was crew. <laughs> I'm going to try and find it on Facebook later, and I'll send it. I'll send it in the group chat, and we can all watch it together as a big watch along. <laughs> oh, I do love the 2001 times. Well, that was my favorite. That was before till before last year. It was my favorite ever Royal Rumble of all time. Um, I think it's because it was the favorite first ever pay per view I actually watched. I think well not live, but obviously before uh, I think I watched it after school the I'm next day. T- I'm torn between 2001 and 1992 is my favorite Rumble. 1992 for the nostalgia of it, because that was when I was little. 2020 went out for me after last year. I just think 2001 was just a perfectly booked Rumble. Yeah. yeah, the card as well was just um, the card as well. My favorite, one of my favorite non-Rumble matches was the ladder match Jericho Ben War as well on that. Amazing. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just um, but yeah, for the for Stone Cold, um, just uh, yeah, it had to be on top of lists. But yeah, the 2001 one in particular was one that I just I really really enjoyed. Uh, I also quite enjoyed him just before the 2004 one when Heyman and Bischoff are just arguing. He just comes out and stunners them both. <laughs> <laughs> it was great in '97 as well when Brett came out and that when he was sat on it, he was eliminating everybody in the uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Brett's music hit, and he puts his ha- hand, uh, hands on his head, and he's like, "Oh God, I've got to face Brett now." You know, he's like, "I can't get rid of these people." That's not mentioned very often. So he eliminated ten people in that rumble. Yeah, he was on fire, and it was in Texas as well, wasn't it? So I think yeah, because that... it was the day, it was the show that Sean won the title back as well, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and so... that always sticks with me. That image. Yeah, that, it's that famous GIF now, isn't it? Where it's... Yeah. Puts his hands on his head. It's an amazing, amazing shot. It won it. I think that's what they were probably going for when they had um, Roman when it was like shot on his face for AJ's entrance. Yeah. I think that's what they were aiming for, but then it didn't work (laughs) because he just looked confused instead of shocked. Yeah, yeah, but nobody knew the song. If if they'd been on TV for six months. Everybody knew the song. (laughs) (laughs) If you just come out to like. Uh, the one that used to have for TNA, like Get Ready to Fly, everyone would just go, what? <laughs> that would right, So that's our top 10. So, was there anybody you, you think should have made the top 10 that didn't? Uh, I've already had my piece on this. You could argue Brock, maybe, um, from winning 2003, which was obviously um, yeah, quite a good rumble, I thought, um, <laughs> to last year's absolute masterclass. Yeah, you go eliminated um, thirteen people in one rumble. You know, it's not much to. And the best, the best elimination of all time, in my opinion, when Drew kicked with the ricochet yeah. elbow, and then Drew kicking him over with the mental pop. But just him in the rumble last year, it was just. So, I think it was such a unique sort of start to the rumble. It was just, oh, it was just brilliant. I, I love that rumble so much. Um, with just the start of him eliminating people, like, and, he, and we've said it on the show loads of times. It wasn't just like it wasn't just um, jobbers. It was general good talent though he was thrown yeah. over the ropes and then i like the fact that there was like close shaves with like the new day ganging up on him You're like oh okay there's, he's getting they're getting him get, he's getting going but he's surviving Strowman, keith lee who's this motherfucker <laughs> <They're gonna laughs> dancing to mvp's theme <laughs> uh just, an argument for kane because he's had the most appearances yeah. and the most eliminations yeah, he was um, on my list. I've got something for Ke- and Kofi doesn't like win, but he always he has always has memorable moments and rumbles. He does. Yeah, and Kofi's a good shout. Yeah, Kofi's a very good he shout. Don't, he don't, make, don't, mention, make, don't make any of our lists. Honorable <laughs> so. mention to the uh, '99 winner, uh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone forgets Cole. he won that. <laughs> hey, Vince had some iconic 
Rumble moments from winning it in 99 to tearing both his quads. <laughs> Randy Rand Orson was really low on most yeah. of all this. He's, he's won it twice as well, hasn't he? So he, I feel like he should have been higher. I, I think he should have been on the 2004 Rumble as well with it, when Mick Foley yeah, came yeah. out. Yeah. Me, oh, you yeah. and Nick put him at number nine on all our lists. So that's probably why you're so low. Mm. I think oh, more love for... Uh, Randy Orton's needed to be honest. I think he's a. I think people underrate him often. Well, yeah. well I'm having a chat with the guys that I'm probably going to. Well, the guys I did watch the Rumble with last year. We obviously can't do it this year, but we may do something on Zoom. But we were saying um, he was he was he was adamant that Orton's um, Orton just think he actually would say go down as Orton's one of the best of all time. Uh, he was pretty. Well, he usually is. He was giving Orton huge huge praise, and that he's the reason he's actually kept watching it this year because of Randy Orton. Um, sort of thing but yeah he was giving him really strong praise I think uh, a lot of people who wrestle rate Randy Orton oh he's mm. I think he's brilliant and I think, I think a lot of people who have been watching wrestling for a long time rate Randy Orton but you have that very vocal in between stage where they just don't like Randy Orton and they're like oh he's yeah. boring he doesn't do anything but, I think it doesn't need to because he's sick <laughs> I think it's Orton. I think it's just Orton himself. I think we've said it on the show loads of times. If he's up for something, he'll make yeah. it work. If he's got his heart in it, he it will be brilliant. However, yeah. when he's not asked, then it will be quite boring to watch. If yeah. we're honest, I mean, you know, like I've said to various people as well, as well as we spoke about um, Triple H and Cactus Jack. I mean, you can't not have respect for Randy Orton after the craziest hardcore match in WWE history when he faced Cactus Jack at Backlash. I mean, I remember when I was about <laughs> 10 and saw that thing, and I'm like, from there, instant respect for Randy Orton, because that is the craziest hardcore match in wrestling in WWE history. <laughs> like, the stuff, <laughs> the punishment he took in that match was ridiculous. I thought you were going to say in history then, and I was a bit like, Whoa, History of wrestling, what? no. <laughs> history history of, of wrestling is the hardest of hardcore. I was like, what? No, but that feud, though, and like the feud with Christian... Oh, yeah. In 2011, and you know the feud with um, John Cena and stuff like the the I Quit match where he had him and he had the um, kendo stick and stuff like he's mm. he can work, you know. And I don't, yeah. I get that. I people, thought I was one of the only people who loved that I Quit match. I'm glad somebody else has mentioned it. Oh yeah, that um, that match is amazing. You know that ending oh. is so vicious. You know, but that's what Good, I mean. it? it is. It, and the whole feud with Jeff Hardy and all that time, you know, because he was he was motivated. It's just when he's not that, motivated. I imagine match they had as well. I I love that. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. Um. He, I don't know. He just Orton just needs to be motivated and yeah. Go. If he and he needs to be a heel. Randy Orton is a babyface. Just isn't for me. He doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> just does not work. <laughs> I agree. Hold on, while we've got you here, I want I want your opinion as as well on this because it's a it's a topic that uh, causes debate on this show. What did you think of the greatest wrestling match of all time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, speechless. <laughs> did you not enjoy it? Is this somebody else oh, who didn't enjoy it? Because I loved it. I thought no, it was great. I, I didn't, unfortunately. But I, the oh. only, but but it's only because. I just totally kind of disengaged from the whole the whole thing and, and just, I don't know, I'm not the massive, although I have a lot of respect for Edge and I like him, I just don't, I can't get into him like I should do and it just didn't do it for me. I don't know, I, I just didn't, it didn't do it for me. 
I might go back again and watch it in years time and enjoy it, but as of this moment, no. Um, I, I thought you were going to be the person who backed me then. <laughs> Edge was on my list for the Rumble as well. I don't, I don't know how he's not got onto this list. Yeah, he's got some cool moments at the Rumble. Yeah, Nom- nobody nominated Edge. I did, didn't I? I thought I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel bad now because yeah, it was the best. I oh, know it didn't. Oh my I god! I should have put him on just for that. <laughs> I should have put him in just for that return last year. Fuck's sake! As if I didn't put him on. I, 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 I even pre-wrote Edge on the list. But then yeah, zero next. <laughs> oh, oh, we are. The, yeah. the, four, the four people I pre-wrote because I thought we might. They might get. I put Big Show, Braun Strowman, Batista, and Edge, and Bret Hart. Bret Hart got one. The rest of the <laughs> yeah, I voted for Bret Hart. Poor, poor Bret. <laughs> I voted for Bret Hart. All right, right, so, right Stephen, do you want to promote your journalism and any shows you got coming up and your Twitter handle and stuff before we go? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at the Wrestling Estate at the Wrestling EST on Twitter. Um, got a lot of things happening, lots of great articles coming out. Um, my latest article or interview was with uh, Zay Washington, who appeared at the um, Collective over in GCW earlier this, uh, sorry, last year. So that's just gone out. And um, you can find me on Twitter at stj215. Cool. And you did a free to view review, uh, G- GCW review this week, didn't you? Yeah. So uh, GCW free review, uh, free match mixtape. So. There's four yes, matches on <laughs> yeah, four matches on YouTube what GCW um have got on the profile which I thought I'd um review before they do um the twenty four hour marathon a set of shows this weekend. Wow. Um yeah, for um for the wrestlers. Um so I thought I'd look at something on YouTube for a change. So um so yeah, so if you want to spend your Saturday watching um, you know, a marathon worth of wrestling then check out GCW on YouTube. Um, I think there's about 12 shows over the full 24 hours or something like that. So I know. So <laughs> can last all free to view as well. They're all there for free on YouTube. So as long as you've got a good internet connection, you should all be all right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, Lance, do you want to flog your t-shirts? Of course I do. My t-shirts, my lovely, lovely t-shirts are available from lanchevera12.bigcartel.com. Yes. And, yeah, and Joel received quality merchandise. Go on, tell them about how oh, you got me got another T-shirt off me this week. Go on, tell the lovely people. Yes, we received the pack- package to the wrestling fan at my address. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the person I sent to post it, I forgot to give them your name. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why. That is why that that came through as the wrestling fan. <laughs> I should have put hilarious. Mark, should have just said Marky Mark in the, the marks. Alright, so if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter, it's BBG Wrestling, and check out our website, bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night. Good night. See you later, everybody. Oh, there's always got to be one who's different, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs>